Hey guys, Montel here with another Montel moment. Look, you know, these are tough times that we're living in right now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I hope that you're all staying at home, practicing the appropriate social distancing, and doing everything you can possibly do to see if we can stem the tide of this virulent virus that is spreading like wildfire still around the world. It's a confusing time, though, because and one day you hear one thing, and the next day you hear another thing, and the next day you hear another thing, then the next day you hear another thing. I mean, I'm looking at the news and seeing that there are people out here protesting and demanding that you open the country back up again because they think that maybe a 2% or a 3% death rate is well worth it if, in fact, we can bring the country back to business as usual. I wonder if those who think that really think that about their own family. No matter what stats you look at, whether or not you look at the number of deaths that have already taken place or the number of deaths that look to be projected or seem to be projected now somewhere around 60,000. If we're thinking about, you know, somewhere around one or two or three percent of the people are worth losing so that we can get the economy back. That means that we're thinking about somewhere around, you know, mm, 1,500 to 2,000 to 2,500 people can die. And I've not heard yet out of the mouths of any people who are espousing this, that it's okay if their son, daughter, mother, father, sister, brother, wife, or one of those 1,000, 1,500, or 2,000 people who did die and give up their life so that we can get back to an economy that people seem to like. But I'm also a little bit disturbed by the fact that every day I seem to be hearing contradictory information. I remember back when this whole thing began you know, and most of the doctors are saying that this was a disease that would primarily affect people who were older, people who had pre-existing conditions. Yet, a couple of days ago, I hear from a friend of mine who was talking to a friend of theirs in Colorado who had a friend whose family lost a 21-year-old, 100% healthy athlete to this disease. And then you hear about a young lady who's 18 years old in Connecticut who just passed away on Easter Sunday. I thought that young people weren't supposed to be as affected by this disease. And now when you really take a hard look at the numbers, you're starting to need to see that, you know, that age range really, though, yes, there are more people who were older who are passing away, there are still young people who were dying. And then early on in this, you heard, you know, some activists and the people of color community stating that, well, this is a disease that doesn't affect people of color. Yet now we look at it and almost everywhere there is the disease, it's people of color who are born or bear the brunt of the mortality rate. You know, we heard that, you know, this was something that couldn't be passed from human to human when it first started, and now it can be passed from human to human. Every day we seem to find out a little bit more about a disease that Less than three weeks ago, we hardly knew anything about. Three weeks ago, everybody was looking at, you know, one medication that might seem to be impacting and having some sort of positive effect, only to find out today that that medication may be more detrimental to people's health than we previously thought. Now we're finding out of another medication that may be more helpful than we ever knew. I guess the bottom line is that 
because we're finding out so many things every single day, is it really time for us to right now wrap up the things that have been flattening this curve a little bit and say to go back to business as usual? Heck no. And anybody who seems to believe that, I think you're crazy. I think it's time for us to right now hunker down, do the same thing that we've been doing, practicing good social distancing techniques, cleaning everything, making sure we go out of our homes wearing a mask ourselves so that we don't spread this illness to someone else. But it's not time to let our guard up. And for anybody to think that it is time to let our guard up, those are the people that I then ask the question to directly. Are you willing to lose your child, your wife, your mother, your father, your sister or brother? And the answer is going to be absolutely no. I know in some cases we don't care about somebody else's child, someone else's family. But we should because it's our impact on those families that will end up impacting our own. It's time to be smart right now. Stay smart. Stay vigilant. Stay at home. Keep practicing what we know is at least impacting this illness's spread. And that is social distancing. It's tough. It doesn't feel good. It's not being a human being to stay away from other human beings. But right now, this may be the only thing that helps the human race survive. Are you dealing with best life burnout, constantly striving for more, and quite frankly, over it? Maybe you just want more joy, peace, and laughter in your life now. Well, then let's go. Welcome to your new favorite podcast, Hot Happy Mess, hosted by me, your girl, Zuri Hall. We are celebrating our magic in the middle of life's messes. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Listen to the Hot Happy Mess podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.